Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Recall the Midwife, uh, our listener special part two. So Yay! as you all will, woohoo! So as you all will know, um, we just got so excited. We talked all the way through our first episode. And we decided we would um, extend this into a second part, um, which we think we are going to publish on the same day. So you guys get a little bonus. But yeah, we've got to keep on going, girls, because this is so fun and so exciting. And I, and I just love all these topics. Okay, so Alex, keep us on the straight and narrow. Where do we go next? Okay, so um, and now I don't even know how you say this. Breathing, breathing, Arianeita on um, Instagram. She's can I just say she's a super fan? Um, but she was there. She's lovely. Uh, I'm not sure what episode this is from, but it's basically she was talking about uh, Chummy talking about Shanks Pony. Oh, that was the first yeah. episode oh. where we met her. Yes, and we had to look this up ourselves, didn't we? Yes. So it's not something that's used nowadays. Not not where we live either either mm. of us and mm. um, it may still be used in like you know london are very much like you know east end families maybe east end cockney but yeah i think it's died out yeah but obviously it just means your feet walking <laughs> <laughs> but it's not something that we use anymore basically yeah an old-fashioned saying yeah but i really did love the way that, i do love the way they bring all these sayings and stuff back oh, um, i love right, it yeah, but now I another... think just start using them. Yeah, yeah. Let's well, do Bex, it. I'm you know, are using Tony them because yeah, Bex... Tony, my daughter to school every morning. Yeah, these are these are the phrases that you always you know say just in totally natural conversation when we're on this podcast. So you're already bringing them back. I well, I be something that would be said in Cheshire ever though. I don't know if it was like a Cockney thing. Yeah, I don't. Well, maybe do it was... well, the Cockneys have all that rhyming slang and everything, right? Mm. Oh, actually, though, Camilla, Camilla, never called a Camilla in my life. Um, Chummy was very posh, wasn't she? So it probably was something no one would say in Cheshire. 
Um, see, I've been bringing, I've started saying TTFN in everyday life, just when I'm leaving work, when I'm, and my nephew who is on the cusp of being a teenager was like, does Becky know slang? Because that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I think you'll find it does. It does, yeah. Yeah, thank you. you know what, 41 you know... year old slang colloquialisms <laughs> from us. Thank you. I want to start using tickety boo because I just think that is hilarious. Do you just know, one of our it. listeners said it. that as well about tickety boo. <laughs> well, also the fact that Dr. Turner said it in that scene with Trixie, like, it, it, now, no, no, nothing is gendered, but like the fact that he said it just made it so lulls because, like, tickety boo coming out of a serious man just doesn't really. Well, talking about language as well, Camilla okay. Superstar, what a cool name, Camilla Superstar on oh, yes. um, on Facebook has said about um, pet names. She she loves all the lovely pet names that the midwives call the mothers. And mm. she's asking basically what was typical back then? Are they used today or can they be used in modern day midwifery? And they used to, like, in the show, I've, I've been watching and seeing what different things, because obviously some of the wives, like a lot of the mums and other mothers would be like, all right there, lovey, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And duck. And that can, like, where I yeah. am, love, love's a big thing. In Nottingham and stuff like that, duck's a big thing. Yeah. Um, my mom my mom was saying that, that Trixie always calls everyone sweetie. And then, well, what's her name? The Jamaican nurse that comes in, like, a couple Lucille. seasons. Lucille. She always calls, or, 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 or it's one of the other nurses, but it's, like, in the later season, she always calls everyone chick. Yeah, chick. she's like, well, hey, chick, you know, come on, chick. And I just, I, I will say this. Modern I day think... midwifery, because I think the NHS now, I think maybe they've got to worry about what they say to people. Well, the but... thing is, I, when my, so my sister had my, had my nephews last year and they were in the hospital for an extended period of time because of the twins were born a little bit early. And one thing that my brother-in-law commented was that all the nurses would just, whenever they were there and they weren't going to talk to them, they would say, hey, dad, like, come on over here and da 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 yeah. And then they would call my sister mom because they didn't they didn't want to really like learn everyone's names because it was like way too complicated or they would forget or whatever but it was like they would call the mom and dad to kind of you know indicate, yeah no they called know? us mummy and daddy they did they yeah. called us mummy and daddy yeah which and looking think... back is sickening makes me sick of it and bit in my mouth <laughs> like i find myself calling my husband daddy sometimes i'm like Bleh. <laughs> i'm like daddy can you pass that <laughs> how's, how's it keeping the romance alive in your house there huh? <laughs> Getting a divorce. No, we're not. That. <laughs> Although, if we but were, my... what a way to announce it on a podcast <laughs> to him. My parents have only ever called each other mum and dad. They don't call each other by their names. Uh, well, can I? I have to tell you, you guys something. Nostalgia effects. Yeah, like, when you're mean, not very... there, you'd be like, dad. no, because be now like, they call each other grandma and granddad. Yeah, wow. but even, yeah, but when you're not there, I mean, Maybe well, it's got know. some really, really sexy <laughs> pet names they use when the others aren't <laughs> This has come too far. Right, now, someone else, Francis McMillan, let's get back on track. This is We're back on track. We're going to have part three before we know it. Francis McMillan waves at me and she says, we get a chuckle out of how far gone are you? Now, I will say, how far gone are you then, love? Um, how far gone are you? I would say, and it's in 2022 up north. I'd be like, oh, how far gone are you? And they'd be like, oh, 20 weeks. We would say how far along. I mean, we would say how far gone, but I think, I think not as much, but we would say how far along are you? Oh, well. Um, It's a a subtle difference. I'm not saying we would never say it, but yeah. Right, I've got a few more. This is one, this is another, I've, I've basically got a list that I've written. 
um, okay. from just my observations, but this is the last reader one I've got for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because we've kind of done all my reader ones. But this is from Alison Purdy. And can I just say, Alison Purdy, this is one of the most introspective, amazing questions we've ever seen. I don't even know if we'll be able to answer it, if I'm honest. Shout out to Alison. Yeah, well done, Alice. This is off Facebook. So she says, it must be tricky to write the script in a way that sounds authentic, but doesn't include certain words or phrases in common use back then that would be offensive to a modern audience. She is so right, because we had that whole episode where we couldn't tell you the second word or something. Yep, Um, a golly. Yeah, but I think it's shocking that they even included a golly. Me too. Sometimes they will slip them in in an educational way. For example, Dr. Turner will say some people will call them this, but the medical term is why kind of thing. Even mm-hmm. the brown paint they use on loads of the room sets had an offensive name. It would be interesting to discuss where they find the balance and how this compares to American language and phrases of the time. Well, Alison Purdy, I think we can all agree you are above our heads. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alison Purdy is is a genius. Uh, she yeah. she must be some kind of like professor or PhD or something like that because that is the most thoughtful, like intelligent question. All of our all of our listener questions are amazing and, are. and wonderful. So no no. Nothing like that, but just Allison. Oh my gosh, you're hitting us on another level. But no, but it's you so listen true to because... the podcast. Do you know what level we're on, Allison? Because I think you really judged us way too well on. This. <laughs> honestly, I, yeah, I, I def- feel like you're hitting too high. What you think we can get? So. Although, although I got, I will say this, and I'm, I know you guys will have stuff to say about it too. I think if any of us were time traveled back to the 1950s in either America or Britain, the amount of open like like lack of understanding about so many things that we know now so easily the racism the the sexism the classism ableism. the ableism the all of it would be absolutely shocking i think we would i think we would have like our ears would be on fire and like our brains would just explode on a regular basis because i think there's some stuff i mean even i now think like oh i just said i i, I just learned this one um when you when you're describing a home you know if you're like buying a house or whatever you'll say like oh it has like you know three bedrooms like downstairs is the master bedroom then there's two bedrooms up here apparently master bedroom alludes to like literally olden times when there was a master of the house that potentially was the owner of everyone in the house including like a wife and then other human beings now they're trying to cycle that out so that they can call it the primary bedroom because that's not offensive in that same historically contextualized way or whatever hadn't thought about that ever until like the last couple of years i think there's just i've literally just thought about that now yeah i think there's (laughs) but but this is what i'm saying i think there's so many things like that that i think i mean remember the spina bifida episode with the douglases like where they talked about spina bifida and they said oh well you know it used to be that we did this and we used to think it was caused by this but now we know better and da 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 and i think the show is constantly walking that but again though i do think like if because obviously that was the first series that the golly dolls were there Mm-hmm. And I do think that if that was because obviously it's ten years now, isn't it, since uh-huh. Midwife just yeah. over? And I do think now that they would not, if they were making it from series one now, they would not have those dolls there now. Yeah, probably not. I think yeah. it's way too problematic. I was shocked, like yeah. aghast, because <laughs> I only started watching like four years ago after yeah. I had my daughter and was having like you know PTSD. Well, th- think about how much has changed in in the world in the last three to four years. Exactly. Yeah. In terms of our understanding of a lot of these things and our like open conversation. I mean, I know America has had many, many, many things come up in the last four or five years that, you know, especially in the last three years that have like pushed us, you know, to have those conversations more and well, yeah. differently. So, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'd but also, I, oh, sorry. 
I was just going to say that whenever there is, whenever they are dealing with like an issue with racism or sex, it, like it's massively toned down. Like they, oh obviously, yeah, they, yeah, they obviously but they do can't. actually address address issues because obviously when Lucille comes on board, <gasps> I can't um, wait for Lucille. She is amazing. I love yeah. Lucille too. Oh god, she's I such love a good Lucille. Woman. Um, but yeah, so one. when she comes on board, there are you know storylines that tackle not not massively, but they do tackle it a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Lightheartedly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's taking off the topic. Now we're going to do more translations that I've got written down. Okay. So um, when we were doing drinks, and I was like, "Do I have any more drinks?" I did. Um, barley water. Oh, we got to talk about this. Yes. So I think people would still use barley because uh, you know when Wimbledon's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how many time I ever have it. What is it? So it's like it's a like... squash, like you know, like a, a squash, like um, a cordial, yeah. but made with barley, and it's boiled down and added a sugar to it, and then it's basically like a like you add water to it, like a like an orange cordial or a black currant cordial, and uh, it just tastes a bit. It's a bit weird, isn't it? A bit insipid, like yeah. I don't know. But okay, anyway, so... the, the, it's it's really good at hydrating you apparently. So people oh, use okay. it around Wimbledon, and, and basically the country gets obsessed with it with Robinson's barley water during yeah. Wimbledon. <laughs> So the thing is, I'd never had squash until I come to the UK. And for Americans, we don't really have that. I mean, like, basically what it is, it's like a concentrated juice drink that you put some of it in a glass and then you top it up with water and ice. Or, you know, you could do seltzer or whatever like that. But it's just basically like a concentrated juice. But we have cordials over here, but they're just not this, they're just not popular the same way. and People don't drink them the same way. We would just go straight for like just a juice basically and then just drink straight juice from a thing yeah so it's a little different thing but we had like ribena and cordial and that kind of stuff really Mm -hmm. a lot when we were little like i don't let my daughter have it in the house i'm not i'm a mean parent and and over here too it's a lot of it is just stuffed with so much sugar that it's like you well i think a lot of it is sugar-free now i will just say that Mm, yeah you can definitely buy the sugar-free ones over here as well or like made from real juice instead of water yeah Oh, uh, my right. God. My dad always would say, water is the best and my most favourite drink. So oh, do you know what? My mum did this thing when we were little. I hope she's listening to this, because you know what, mum? <laughs> this was cruel. Um, <laughs> you know, I was really excited about Adam's Ale. And we were like, do you want juice or do you want a thing or do you want Adam's Ale? Oh, Adam's Ale. It's so nice, Adam's Ale. And we were like, oh, yeah, we want Adam's Ale. Oh, Adam's Ale. That'd be lovely. She just gave us water. <laughs> I literally, I think I threw it on her. Um... <laughs> I was like, why was it called Adam's Ale? Adam, like Adam and Eve. She was trying to do a major uh, rebrand on just water. Well, yeah, like, it did not pay off. But I just didn't know why it was called Adam's Ale. But now yeah. I understand it. Okay, yeah. Al, do you have any more? Because I've got one or two. Um, I've got Bonfire Night. Okay, Guy Fawkes Day. I was going to put that as well. So do we never ever is. call it Guy Fawkes Day? Do you call no, it Guy I... Fawkes Day, Bex? No, Bonfire Night. Remember, remember. Right, but but if but we don't have that holiday, so that doesn't mean anything outside of the UK, right? But you know of it, you know of it. I only learned about it the when I got to Lancaster, and I I so I I did my year abroad, um, which is how I met you girls, and I got to England on the on the third of November on the third of October, yeah, and. Now, in, in the U.S., obviously, we celebrate July 4th slash Independence Day, and that's a big, like, fireworks night in the middle of summer. So I always associate fireworks with, like, being hot, drinking, you know, eating ice cream cones, blah, blah, blah. So I'm in the U.K. Oh, that's like so a- weird. 
I know, I know. So I'm in the UK for a month, and then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Oh, are we going to go out and like do bonfire night and everything?" And I'm, and then I'm thinking literal bonfires, right? Which there were, but then you guys also did fireworks, and it was cold and raining, and standing in the cold and rain and watching fireworks was so wild to me. I, I will never forget it. It was like the most crazy. With sparklers, thing. yeah. Do you With have sparklers. sparklers in America? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, yeah, we yeah. have, yeah. Anything that's like violent explosives i'm sure we've got it yeah definitely. well v for vendetta was about um guy fawkes wasn't it yeah like they had all the guy fawkes masks and stuff but to be honest i'm really so annoyed was, about it was, the, a, uh, it, was an attempted, it was an attempted destruction and overthrow of parliament in the 1600s yeah they tried to blow up basically and then they got Led- caught and then they put him on bonfire and that was basically what we spoke basically it's awful that we're like celebrating someone who tried to overthrow the queen uh, the, well, the king. But you're, you're celebrating that it didn't happen right because you're yeah, but if i'm honest i probably Fox- heard it to happen but uh... <laughs> you wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, and actually, because this is, we don't, not every, some people will still put a guy on the bonfire, but that it's probably more, done more, you'll see that more in Call the Midwife than you would nowadays. Well, nowadays as well. Like, I don't know about you, Bex, but we went to two um, bonfire displays this week, this year, because obviously it, it was actually on the Friday and then the Saturday, they, they are big ones, like, you know, like right. professional ones. But they don't tend to do massive bonfires anymore because obviously environmental number two, they're on like grounds of places where they don't really want a massive out of control fire. Yeah, yeah. that's my favorite part of it, the bonfire. So that's yeah, kind of out now. Yeah. They well, would that's... literally make it for week for weeks. The bonfire would be built with pallets. Yeah. Then you'd have to check for hedgehogs because they'd climb in there for shelter, and you'd have to make sure before you lit it, you, there weren't any yeah. hedgehogs. It was this big deal about hedgehogs. And then, uh, yeah, and but it's, I just love it. It's so cosy and lovely. And now we take my daughter every year. And I just absolutely love bonfire night. And that's also, when you have... Go on, sorry. My grandma grew up in a little village and they would have like their village bonfire on the green and each village would have a bonfire and they would like bonfire night was this big thing where they would travel from village to village and they would visit friends and things and go to... So they would go to lots of... yeah. But it is a big deal over here. Like we see everyone, like all the Bob's, uh, my daughter's school, like all come together and stuff, and it's just lovely. And everyone yeah. has toffee apples. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a not fall with, festival not with kind of hair, vibes. not with feathers on. <laughs> quail, quail feathers and blood. Um, well, and just a word to say that every year uh, bonfire night is November fifth. That's when to celebrate that holiday. Remember, so just... remember the fifth of November. Gunpowder, yes. treason, and plot. Yeah. So the so in the episode where Miss Masterson kind of says, "Oh, I think I got pregnant on Christmas," and then Jenny Lee is like, "No, no, no, I don't think so. I think you're way farther along than that." She's like, "Oh, well, I did also have sex on bonfire night." So, and that was like two months earlier, basically. And so we're like, yeah, well, there might be some timing off on that one there. So, but um, but yeah, that it's important to know when that holiday is. Okay. So here's one one um plimsolls. I know what they are, but what are they, you guys? They are like little trainers with rubber bits at the bottom, but they're kind of a bit flimsier than an actual trainer. They're like yeah. canvas, canvas like topped, but like a rubber sole, but it's quite a thin sole, a plimsoll. So yeah. I think it would be a plain pair of Converse is the best way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. Or I was thinking like a pair of Keds, slip on we kind have of over here. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little cotton. The, a little we, cotton. We wouldn't call shoe. like, so I would call that a pump. Would you yeah. that? We said plimsolls at primary school, but then, like, when you're older, you'd be like, pumps, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. so I've always, I've always called them pumps. But then when so because I'm from near Manchester originally, and then I moved down to near Bristol. And when I moved to Bristol, everyone says daps. Oh, yeah. Our friend who's Welsh says daps as well. Yeah. I've yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Well, daps is actually a new a new thing for like trainers. Like, you know, that's actually quite a cool word for trainers right now. You know, down with mm-hmm. the kids, daps. So, nice daps. So, so just to say, in America, we would say sneakers or tennis shoes. And then the equivalent of that to you guys is plimsolls, daps, trainers, or um, pumps is what we're saying. Yeah, they're, but, they're, not, they're not all the exact same shoe. But, but I would say trainers are different. Shoe. Trainers are different to plimsolls, right? Well, trainers I, are laces and like I'd say leather, right? But like, yeah, like to me, like like sneakers, tennis shoes, running shoes would all kind of be like you'd be describing specifically different shoes, but you know what category of shoe you're in. It's, right. like, an, it's yeah. like an athletic shoe of, of some kind. And okay, so now do we have any other like translations or or listener questions we need to go go over? Um, baby grows. Oh, baby grows in America are onesies. So they're just like the little snap. Um, they're like a little baby bodysuit. <laughs> they're like a, <laughs> like a t-shirt with a pair of underwear that snaps at the bottom for babies that you put Yeah, in and also obviously nappies and napkins obviously is the same as diaper. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So does that cover it? Yeah, that's my, okay. that's my reader ones covered. Okay, so I've got some. Am I still with you? Yep. Yeah. Also, you're still here. Oh, you might have to do an edit because I I went. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. To low power mode. Right. So someone... We're not going to edit that. We're also a low budget show as well as low power mode show. So it's low low time and the sheer in our household. Carry on. Okay, so one of our Canadian listeners got in touch and I've got a whole list of things. So Hang on, um, give the name. Give the name. I would love to give the name. She doesn't have it. Right, we'll have to do we'll have to do that afterwards. Carry on. Okay. Oh, hang on. Maybe I can do it. Maybe I can do it. Um 
Um, I can do it. Heather Rawlins got in touch with us. Oh, hello, yes, Heather. Heather. Legend, legend, Heather. Yes. Okay, also a so- North American lady, which go go for that. Well, Heather mentioned that they seem to like Canadians, but don't seem to like Americans and Australians. And I've never noticed the reference to Canadians. So it's something I'm going to listen out for more. I, I never, I, I get the American Australian thing a little bit more, but the Canadian thing, I was not registering at all myself. No, I think they would look down their nose at Americans. No offense to Jen. Oh, completely. No, you guys have been condescending to me our whole relationship. <laughs> so I don't know why that would be surprised. Isn't condensation our whole relationship a condescension is like a british brand though so you guys are like no different (laughs) oh man okay Okay. so one thing um heather did mention was the money which she didn't understand but i have to say we don't understand the money we don't understand it heather (laughs) it's it's a complete boggler it's a complete boggler like i literally did some googling um earlier in an episode especially when it was like um when we had that episode where that um uh like child sex worker was coerced and she had like x number of shillings or whatever like it, it's it's a bonker it's like it's... Well, did she have a hundred she had a hundred pound note didn't she no she had a five pound note she had a five pound it note, was like the you, equivalent you, 130 pound yeah exactly uh, and, and then like a sh- and then like a shilling is worth like 14 cents and remember i had that question in that quiz we did where um you guys went to the decimal system in like the 19 19- early 1970s or something like that and that was when you actually switched over to like pound pence you know blah 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 and then you kind of left behind all of those like half a crown like well, you know like shillings I, like all that kind of kooky stuff i actually spoke to my mom um because i was like gonna like talk to her and get like all, what her perspective on it and mm-hmm. she got really annoyed at me like i was like she was dead old or whatever and she's <laughs> 70 71 <laughs> and she literally got really angry with me. She was like, "How old do you think I am?" And I was like, "You were literally like twenty-five. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, so basically, like I literally think you're seventy-one years old, yeah. and you know what this was about." I tried to do my research on this from an actual person who yeah. lived through it, and she was like, "No, I can't remember." So, so that was great. <laughs> yeah. So because we the same age, and he remembered too, probably right? Yeah. Well, have- it was it, to be fair, he wasn't there we have pound and pence now but yeah. a pound back then would have been 240 pence yes yeah and i just would say i was confused by this but i saw it in a google i did um a pound a nickname for a pound is a quid yeah. and another nickname for a pound and a quid is a bob which also comes up so if you say no, like, oh, we ten- don't we don't say bob now but they did then but they we did do then. say quid we always yeah, say yeah we quid. still say quid yeah. yeah oh two quid mate oh two quid yeah go on oh go on then that yeah that one, that one kind of flummoxed me when i first moved to the uk but and then i got it pretty quickly i mean you just pick up on it pretty quickly yeah so 12 pence is a shilling 20 shillings is a pound mm-hmm. and then you've got farthings four farthings is one pence and that just oh. makes me think of the penny farthing bike yeah yeah so yeah really we don't understand the money either because even (laughs) solidarity (laughs) even though we've got pound and pence now it's it's a completely different amount of money yeah and also even though even though uh, we've literally got living relatives who lived through it they can't remember so i think they just scrubbed it from their minds because they just don't want to think about how (laughs) complicated it was anymore it does it does but then heather was telling me that 
is telling me. Um, she. <laughs> <laughs> You and Azza, me and Az, we go well back, way back. Friends, me and Hazzy, we go back. <laughs> in Canada, they have loonies and tunies, which I had to look up. Um, I because... thought, I'm not going to lie, I thought she was doing insults. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a loonie is possibly a one one Canadian dollar and a toonie is two Canadian dollars. Have uh, you heard Canada of those? Is such a fun country, isn't it? Um, oh, I've never, I'd never heard of that. You talk about us being condescending, but did I get that from you? I love Canada. Oh, Canada! Can, no, that. Canada is Canada is constantly being held up as like a North American bastion of sense and everything because they actually have universal health care over there and like more, you know, and liberal Justin. policies about certain things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they still, yeah, they still have a cute prime minister. Which, I mean, anyways, yep. Okay. Um, Okay, so so wait, what else? What else did we need to cover? Back with to the gasling hot off the press. One one second, this is hot off the press on okay. social media. Nola Doherty, um, she says she's talking about the nuns in the show. She's had to convince someone that nuns in the show were not Roman Catholic, but in fact Anglicans. Um, and I just want to confirm to her, yes, they are Anglicans. They are not Roman Catholic. I know it's more common to have Roman Catholic um, nuns, nuns, but there were pockets of Anglican, and there still are pockets of Anglican nuns in uh, in this country, but they are few and far between. Sorry, carry on, Bex. Okay, so I was just going to say um, one thing Heather did mention as well, which is the difference between the nuns and the midwives so the nuns and I've noticed this always saying about how they live really simply and they don't have belongings but they have big double bedrooms which they don't share (laughs) whereas the midwives are in single beds often having to share rooms although I would prefer that I would prefer to share a room I would prefer to share a room in in that freezing cold in that freezing cold house we did share a room for a long time even at university in our second year when we had a house and yeah. I actually had my own room but then slept in your room for yeah but months you wanted that. you wanted the like tiny room <laughs> when you got it you were like oh and I wanted the massive attic room and I had it and then we just used to sleep in there all the time I just slept <laughs> in, I slept in Alex's room for months so yeah I would be fine with sharing a bed just on Not that do you remember when uh, our friend Jacko <laughs> fell asleep with a head uh, on a, a doner kebab, pe- doner kebab meat pizza <laughs> in that room. Uh, oh, so, but this yes. is true. The the nuns do have they're living the good life in double beds. Yeah, it's so true, Heather. You're not wrong. Again, another good reason to be sister uh, Monica Joan. I do. I will say this. I wonder if the idea is that like the nuns are there for life, whereas the nurses are you know could be there for you know a long time, but also maybe they would you know, like chummy, like get married, move on, move to a, you know, a different house. And it's kind of more like there's like there's yeah, midwife cycling through in and out. Sessions and stuff like that. They don't need a big room. No, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating that that could be the reason why, you know, I'm because they... Of Jen. <laughs> How dare I defend the midwives or no, no, the, the no, nuns no. or whatever. Um, okay. So I love all those questions. I love our listeners. They're amazing. Should we move on to like a, a funny game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I just so, say thank you to every, every, every single one of you who sent questions in. I'm, I, I tried to answer them all. We will have more. I do apologise. We'll do another listener special another time. Um, we will. Thank you so much. We honestly really appreciate it. I also need to apologise to anyone who sent us an email because I am in charge of the email and 
it's not efficient on my part. <laughs> Pick That's it an up, apology Bex. to me and Jen as well. <laughs> Pick it up, Bex. Okay. Well, we were we are all we are all still getting better at this, and so we're just going to keep you know learning and and growing. And our listeners are the absolute best. You, every single one of you is is absolutely amazing. Um. Okay, girls. Here's here's a funny game now. This show is about women. We love women. We talk about the community of women all the time. They are the absolute stars of the show. But we wouldn't be with this show if there weren't men as well, obviously. So I have picked out a bunch of guys from season one and season two. And I thought it would be really funny if in a very loving, like humorous, lighthearted, tongue-in-cheek way. We objectified them. (laughs) We objectified them just a little bit and (laughs) played a very um, fun game of as the Brits would call it, snog, marry, avoid. Um, My version of it had some more crude words than those, but snog, marry, avoid, which I think is very nice. And I'm going to give us a group of three guys and then we'll all decide who we would do those aforementioned things with. Um, Again, just for fun. Okay, are you ready for the first group of guys, ladies? Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll do kind of an older crowd to start. So, okay. So the first one is... Joe Collett, remember Joe Collett? Yeah, he was my the, the, yeah. yeah, my maiden. Yeah, my maiden. Father Ted, the the priest that helped the sex yeah. trafficked young woman. Yeah, yeah. And then Ted, Winnie's husband, who was very um, loving and accepting of the child that she had out of wedlock with a, a one night stand. So, right, Father Ted, first. Joe Collett, and Ted snog Mary avoid. Who who wants to go? I'll go first, Bex. I would okay. avoid father. The father, not oh, because no. I don't find his voice beautiful. Now listen, Bex, he's a father, a priest who's taken up a priesthood. And I don't want to disrespect that. So I'm not going to marry or snog him. I'm going to avoid him out of respect to him and his religion and choice. Okay? Okay. Um, I would snog Ted. That's rank. Okay. And I would marry <laughs> Joe Collett. Because he... Oh, actually, no, because Joe Collett's got horrible ulcers on his legs. I don't want to touch. I'd marry Ted <laughs> and I would snog Joe Collett. Okay, Bex, you go. Okay, so I'm going to marry the father because, oh, he's disrespecting his boundaries. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to totally overstep those boundaries. Um, You're going to pull I'm a Dr. Gonna... Turner on him and get him out of the life, religious life? Yeah, I am. I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> I'm going to avoid Joe Collett. Yep. Oh. And I'm going to snog Ted just because that's my options. There you go. <laughs> just because you want so, it. So actually, just to make it easy and quick, I'm going to do exactly the same as Bex. Um, I love Joe Collett so much, but out of the choices that I have, um, you know, I've, I've got to say avoid. You do and realize then... that man's made, made vows and you both basically <laughs> make him sit away from it. Sorry, that, that, that priest was cute. I, and I mean, we both, we both like fig rolls. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I like fig him. rolls. Doesn't mean I'm going to make him, you know, stop his vows. Anyway, those up. vows, those vows didn't stop Turner Depp. Oh, controversial. Carry on, Jen. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Um, David Jones. Remember David Jones, yeah, Mary's husband? Yeah. yeah who? Yeah. Uh, Shirley Redmond's husband. You know, the Doggy guy. Doggy fit. Yeah. Yeah. And then Irene Kelly's husband, the one that had the broken arm that was that ha- that had Cynthia wet the baby's head. Remember? We're yes. going to do those uh, husbands next. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So picture them in your mind. Where are we going, ladies? Here, I'll go first on this one. So, um, okay. Shirley Redmond's husband. Wait, you're talking about Shirley Redmond again? Shirley Redmond's husband. Shirley was the one that had her baby kidnapped by Mary. Remember little right, Kenny yeah. Kathleen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't Dougie. What was his name? It doesn't matter what his name was. I, 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 I couldn't figure it out. Okay. It's just a face to him. <laughs> and who's my other options? Um, David Jones, remember Mary and David, that like she was the violinist and then she What it goes out with Jenny in real life? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then who's my third option? Irene Irene Kelly's <laughs> I literally <laughs> said this already once. Okay. Irene Kelly's husband is the one that had the broken arm that made Cynthia wet the baby's head and he was out of work and then I'm and then avoiding him because he's not got a job. Yeah, okay, so yes, yeah, so he's the one I'm gonna avoid. I'll snog David Jones and I'm gonna marry Shirley Redmond's husband. That's my that's my um list okay fair, that's probably what i would do that's exactly what i would do i think that's the way to go yeah although go on sorry bet so i would definitely marry shirley redmond's husband yep and now i'm torn because i would have avoided davy james david jones yep david james but who was my other one? Oh my <laughs> god <laughs> The one that had the broken arm that was out I of work. I can't remember what you just The Kelly baby that died. Remember the and Cynthia had all yeah, that trauma. No, I'm just saying, I've just spoken about the Kelly baby, David David Kelly. That's your cousin. That's my <laughs> <laughs> David Jones, the ginger one. David Jones, and then who's the other one? Oh my! Honestly, this game is backfired. Uh, <laughs> so David Jones is the violinist husband. Yeah. And then who's the other one? Oh. <laughs> Shirley Redmond's husband. The baby got kidnapped. I've married him. I've married him. Who's the other one? I'm trying to get a fourth. It's it's three men, Bex. It's David Jones, the one that married. Oh, Jim, married... move on. Move okay, on. Okay, we're care. done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Bex, you need to resolve your medical history like a situation right now before we go to the next group. Okay. Um. All right. Here we go. This is going to be so easy um aubrey tracy none of us know who this man's name is but it's the arrogant doctor at the london who has parkinson's that almost killed jimmy yeah, um, sid is megan mave's husband he married the two women and yeah. that's sid yeah and, and douglas roberts who is the one that had the son with spina bifida that was marry you know, douglas like... roberts snog sid avoid dr aubrey i think we're all gonna say the same <laughs> yes exactly yeah, i am gonna say that okay. i've decided that the only way i can play this game is not by referring to them by name but referring to them by their description okay that's fine <laughs> thank you for that update okay next one <laughs> okay <laughs> these are so randomly put together okay first one reverend appleby thornton i do <gasps> need to explain um the second one is nora harding's husband and nora is the lady who had the abortion and her husband was the one who was really supportive and tried oh, to help he was her lovely her as well though yeah. yeah and then the third one is terry who worked at the Masterson's pub and always? Oh, like, this is a tough up. one, Jen. Yeah. Okay. So, Sorry, them all. who were they again? No, I'm joking. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you say it all like, all over again? Okay. Right. So go on, Bex. Gonna... Well, them in your head. It's because I tried to do it by name before. Bex, just try and remember. Say them now. Well, them in your head. <laughs> And you can describe them. We will know who you're talking about. No, but I did love Terry. I love the Reverend Appleby Thornton. Right, who are you marrying? And... Who are you snogging? You're avoiding. I don't know because I would marry them all. I don't want to avoid any of them. Okay, here's my here's my list. I love him, but I'm going to avoid Nora Harding's husband. 
I would definitely get a snog from Terry because like, oh my goodness, like being embraced with those big arms. And then I would definitely marry Reverend Apley Thornton. He talks a whole hell of a lot, but my gosh, is he just the cutest, he, sweetest man. I would marry Nora Harding's husband because he was just so supportive and lovely. I'd avoid Reverend Appleby Thornton and I'd snog the barman. Do you know okay. why I think you'd avoid the Reverend Appleby Thornton? Because he'd remind you of your mum by how much he talks. <laughs> Also, I just couldn't see myself, you know. He's also about a foot shorter than me. Anyway, bet next one, Bex. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, a group of kind of younger guys. Okay. Bob Lacey, which is Annie's son from the Pie and Mass shop. And Bob is the one who went I'm off I'm avoiding America. him. I'm okay. avoiding him. All right. Okay. And then Alec Jasmine, Jenny's boyfriend and Jimmy's friend. And I'm then um, Yvonne's husband, Alan, the one who has... PTSD. Those are my. Those oh, are my I loved Alan. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? You're, so say what you're going to do, Bex. Okay. So I'm going to marry Alan. Okay. Because I loved him. Yeah. Um. The guy from the pie and mash shop. John. I'm going to avoid. Lacey. Yeah, because I didn't like his choice of wife. Mm-hmm. And I oh, just Bob, felt he... the son, the son Bob. Sorry, yeah, the sorry, son Bob. Yeah, yeah. Not I the just husband, felt, yeah. oh yeah, the son. Yeah, I just felt he should have stood up to, stood up for his mum more, and like, oh yeah, yeah, it was just awful. There's a lot to say there. And then, I don't like Alec Jesmond, but I was, I'm all I'm left to do is snog him. I'd Take marry Bob time. because I'd go off for a lovely new life in America and come see you, Jen. <laughs> I'd snog. <laughs> I'd snog Alec Jesmond and I'd avoid Yvonne's husband, Alan, just not because of anything to do with his PTSD. He just did this really annoying acting one bit and it just really annoyed me. I thought I couldn't live with that forever. <laughs> Carry on, Jen. <laughs> okay, I would... Um, I would... Oh, man, this is a tough one. Okay, I would probably... Oh, gosh, this is actually really tough. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why. This one's, like, really catching me. Okay. Mm. This is like the previous one. Alex, 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 Alex gets cuter like as he goes on. Yeah, he does. I'm trying to like think about him like later, um, because he's like yeah. But would you still love him once you know? Yeah, I know, I know that's tough. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, (laughs) I'm gonna say, I would marry Alan. I would snog bob and i would avoid alec and i will just say bob i actually i would definitely be enjoying snogging him because he's also in midsummer murders which i got into for a long time and he's the cute young detective on that show so i kind of think, think of him as that like cute young vibe guy so i yeah, I'd, I'd have a little snog from him so okay that's the game that's all the guys oh well well thank you so much for listening everyone that was amazing yeah, I, hope, I hope you enjoyed part two no, i could do this i could do this all day i know it's so <laughs> well, I feel like we have been uh, but yeah thank you so much everyone for listening thank you so much for contributing um please like and subscribe um and we just love it so much thank you so much yeah we love you all thank you thank Bye-bye. you see you again soon Bye. planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.